Copycat, let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Well, I think we solved all the world's problems today. Stu. Yeah, all set now. Yeah, yeah. We we had uh, Ken Paxton on today's uh, podcast. Holy cow! Was there news being broken there? Uh, at least I think. I don't know if the news will report it, other than to make him look like a terrorist or whatever. But he talked about the shooting in um, uh, here in Texas over the weekend at that mall, and. The FBI, the big story out today from the mainstream media is, is that, oh, they're looking in because he's a white a white supremacist. He's a Hispanic. How could he be a white Unless they've opened up the roles, you know, a little broader. Uh, and we talked to Ken Paxton about that. And uh, you won't believe what he had to say about what he has heard. Um, you don't want to miss that. Also, we talked to him about immigration. This week is going to be a very, very big week for immigration in a bad way, uh, assuming that you're not and his poll numbers Woo! he says well, every president that runs for a second term their numbers are like that no they're not doesn't he have the lowest numbers of all time I mean he's in the area of Jimmy Carter and uh, you know um, if there's anyone else he was close to. Carter for sure. But again, Carter didn't win. That's kind uh, what of the was, point. How far away is he from Trump's uh, rating? You're asking me to pull this up, and I've already closed that tab okay, sorry, uh, for no. the day. But, uh, but yeah, it wasn't, it it wasn't was, that low. And uh, it was, Carter didn't win, and Trump didn't win. And Trump win. didn't win. So you don't want to compare yourself to either of those if you're Biden. Um, but yeah, he was not really close to any of them. And some of them, he was 50. he's 50 and 60 points behind where they were. It's amazing. Um, all right. Lots of great stuff coming up on today's show. Brought to you by your mother. Your mom cried the first day you went to school. She made you your favorite meal on your birthday. She made My mom made me spaghetti. It was my favorite meal. Uh, it was like my eighth birthday. And uh, I ate and I ate. And then I felt kind of challenged because I asked her to make a lot. And she did. And nobody ate a lot. And so I kind of felt bad that I asked her to make a lot. So I ate a lot. And she was like, stop, because that's going to come back up at you. And I'm like, no, mom, I love spaghetti. I love biscotti. It's so good. And it came back up on me. Uh, Sorry, mom. Anyway, American Giant is about goodness. Uh, The goodness that comes from hard day's work, honesty, integrity, decency. Everything that America should be. They work hard just like your mom works hard. Let your mom know she's an American giant to you. I want you to go to American-Giant.com slash Glenn and look at some of the great clothing that they have for spring and summer cotton that's grown right here in America, milled, cut, sewn right here. Buy American today. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. to the best of the Glenn Beck program.
Okay, I'm not an attorney, uh, but I am a doctor and a thinker. So I would like to ask Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, Stuber Gear from this show and also Stu Does America, every night, 8 p.m., Blaze TV. I wow, think- you didn't give it the time on my show. That's uh, That seemed unfair to me. Unequal. Mm-hmm. You know what? He is a, you might be, are you, are you white? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, there's got to okay. be something. That was He's, the deal. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't like white people. <laughs> so I thought, and now I no longer do, the three of us make up one decent mind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sort of. Here's the Straight. question. Here's the question. Oversight Chairman James Comer said Sunday that Republicans are planning a press conference for the middle of the week that would cover alleged misconduct beyond charges for tax and gun related crimes that federal prosecutors are reportedly considering against President Joe Biden's son. My message to the Department of Justice is loud and clear. Do not indict Hunter Biden before Wednesday. For the life of me, I can't figure out why. I mean, I guess they're saying they're going to bring additional information. Yeah, but why not indict him on that? And then also, you know, when he presents the information, also indict him on something else. You can't have more than one indictment. I'm a little confused on why he would be indicted at all. We just heard from his dad. Yeah, true. That he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Leave him alone. Yeah. Yeah. My son you know? has done nothing, nothing wrong. wrong. No. And does this affect your <laughs> presidency? Yes. First of all, my son has done nothing wrong. I trust him. I have faith in him. And it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. <laughs> what? Oh, man. That's what he said. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Why? What do you mean it impacts That's his an presidency? Exact quote by, it, by him being proud of making him feel proud of him. Mm-hmm. And like, look, you could say a lot of things about Hunter Biden. Like, I don't know what the what the left wing defense. I can't find a real defense of, as to what he's done. But like if a person who hooked up with a stripper and gave you a grandchild yeah. out of wedlock that he's now ignoring. Openly so doing cocaine. Opening doing uh, with uh, hookers. video Multiple with hookers, times. Yeah. Like, what do you mean he's done yeah. nothing wrong? Right. I, like, I can understand you might right. think he's right. being also. also politically persecuted, right? Because you think, oh, right-wingers are after me. Or whatever. But, like, he clearly has done a lot of things wrong. Yeah. He wrote a whole book about yeah. it. <laughs> no, he's done nothing wrong. <laughs> really? He's done nothing wrong. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, openly smoking crack. Mm-hmm. You know, weighing mm-hmm. crack on your little scale. Yeah, texting people racial, uh, yeah, uh, all sorts of attacks and, and yeah. slurs. In, 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 you know, referring to Asians as, as quote unquote yellows. Don't send me any yellows uh, when he was when he was yeah. requesting hookers. Wow. I mean, like I like there's just there's a lot of stuff you could say he's done wrong. I mean, you might still say that you think Republicans are being too tough on it. But like, it's hard to deny mm. that uh, wrongdoing. that the wrongdoing is there. Yeah. Well, not if you're Joe Biden okay. uh, and who is a perfect father. Uh, you know, just shower with your kids from time to time. Anyway, um, <laughs> now while Hunter is having problem, uh, so is his best friend Devin Archer. Uh, his last bid to avoid jail is tomorrow. And his appeal is being heard in a courtroom in Manhattan. Mm. Now, his attorneys and his friends apparently are telling Archer to accept that the Bidens have thrown him under the bus and that a presidential pardon is just not going to happen. 
and they've urged him to save himself by using the only currency that he has, uh, and that is, I was there. I saw it all. And yeah, there is something wrong, okay? Um, apparently, he was, he was holding out, um, but the case on Tuesday, you have the appointment of Judge Sullivan, Richard Sullivan, it's a three-judge panel in the Second Circuit Court of Appeals, and that's kind of bad because Judge Sullivan is actually a Trump appointee, not an Obama appointee. Mm. So this might this guy might be, you know, less amenable to bribery or mm. whatever else is going on in this thing. So now you have Archer and and Devin Archer may come out and uh, spill the beans on uh, on uh, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and verifying again, along with another witness, that this was money that was going right to Joe Biden. It's bad. It's going to be a good week, maybe. <laughs> you think something will come of it this time? I'm a little skeptical on that. Uh, I'm hopeful, but... Are the Republicans strong enough to really track this thing down and keep it up? We'll see. I mean, they have uh, some limitations on their power to do that, but still, yeah. I mean, at least at least they are pursuing it. It seems it does. Uh, seem wait, a minute, that way. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's why he doesn't want them to indict. I think I just figured it out. Okay. Okay. He doesn't want them to indict because if he indicts, they'll say we have already indicted him. But if he hasn't indicted yet, and then they indict him for these things, or for the you know just the the tax evasion and the gun thing, then the 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 government can say the Republicans can say what all of this evidence means nothing to you. You had a chance to see it before you had the indictment. I think that's why. Hmm. Just a little perception game. Yeah, because you could definitely see the media saying, look, they've already indicted him. Why are they still coming after him? You could see that mm -hmm. sort of. Well, you would imagine, I mean, if this was, I mean, just think of this. Just the gun charge should put him in jail, in prison, for a fairly long time. I mean, that's a felony, what he did. Uh, and it would put you in jail, me in jail. Anybody is no listening about it. Yeah. yeah, we'd be in jail for a very, very long time, mm -hmm. and they're not seemingly even taking that seriously. Yeah, and I thought the left loved gun control. I thought so right? too. I mean, like what the this is one thing the left loves to do is they love to pass new laws about guns, but then not actually enforce the ones that already exist. Mm -hmm. This one's pretty clear. It's one that I think most of the country already agrees with. It's common sense gun reform or a gun common sense gun law. We don't need to reform it; it already exists. You know, you, you can't break those laws. And if you do, you get in trouble for it. That's at least how I feel like everyone else has to live. Mm -hmm. I, I don't understand. Like, I, unless you live in an inner city where like, you can get arrested 40 times and then go on a subway and harass people and everyone's going to be on your side. I, 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 I don't know. Oh, by the way, I, I think it would be funny to prove that out. You should go up to New York and get arrested 40 times. Do you think they'd let me? Do you think I'd get arrested 40 times, Glenn? Or do you think after one or two? I think after never one or two, again? I'd never hear from you again. Right. And that's yeah. honestly like kind of the way it should be, mm -hmm. yeah. right? I, you know, I mean, I, 
you can go too far perhaps on some of these things, but like for, there should be no person in America who's been arrested 40 times. That shouldn't be a thing. Well, not and running around loose right. in society. But like you shouldn't get to 36, right? No, like there's no 37 you because you're in prison five. already. You should, right. What is the number? Like, I mean, the, like the guy who was deported five times and yeah. then comes back again. It no, used no to be three strikes, you're out. Right. And then that's been viewed as this hateful policy. Three strikes and you're out. I mean, look, that seems reasonable to me, but when you want to make it five strikes and you're out, when you want to change it, I mean, they're putting ghost runners at second base in baseball. I guess we can change the uh, we can change the rules however we want. That's a joke for people who actually watch baseball, Glenn. But still, it's like, <laughs> it's something where you think, okay, you want to make, there's some reasonable expectation that you're not constantly having run-ins with the police. Like, that is just, that's a basic thing. You, you don't you shouldn't be getting arrested this many times. There shouldn't be an opportunity to do to complete a mass shooting after you've been deported five times. Mm-hmm. That should not be a thing because after one, the next time you don't get deported again so you can walk back over the border again. You're put in prison. Isn't it amazing that the guy who shot a bunch of people, what, two weekends ago, who had been deported five times, that story just kind of went away. Comes and goes. Comes mm-hmm. and goes. No, no mm-hmm. big deal. And yet the guy who's a Hispanic, they are busy trying to make into a white supremacist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, it it's is. just amazing. And on the week where our border is just going to be overrun. I mean, you, you cannot keep a culture. Our culture will be over soon. You can't keep an American culture with a with a country that doesn't know its own history, has mm-hmm. no regard for the law whatsoever, and you're bringing people in from all over the world in this kind of number and just dumping them into society. You, the, the, you, you don't survive as a nation. I think we'd be praying for, for the country to be talking about Hunter Biden's indictment, honestly. You know, because that's going to be much. This border situation oh, is a massive really national crisis uh, yeah. that could happen. It's supposed to happen Thursday. I mean, like, yeah, this and, could be the biggest crisis of my lifetime for the nation. And they keep saying this, like, we've had mm-hmm. a year to prepare. Yeah, you have. You've had more than a year to prepare. What are you going to do with that preparation? Uh, there, there's, there. I can't believe they're even saying that. Well, they're sending 1,500 troops down there to be stenographers and secretaries. Oh, that's good. So that's that'll be good. They can write down all the crimes. They can write down all the stuff of, <laughs> of the numbers of people flooding across the border. That'll be good. Wow. Yeah. yeah can so. we get AI to do that and then maybe let the people? No. No? No. Okay. What if we, treat, we send them with abacus, with an abacus, and they just kind of? No. It's got to be the military and they have to have a pen in their hand. Okay. And they have to they huh. have to write it okay. by hand. The pen yeah. is mightier than the sword, Pat. By yeah. the way, I don't right. know if this has anything to do with any of this. Uh, but Biden's overall approval rating mm. kind of kind of kind of kind of low. Yeah, but that's according to the right wing publication, the Washington Post. Uh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, who is better at handling the economy? Fifty four percent said President Trump. Thirty six said Biden. Um, the overall approval rating is uh, 36%. 36%. Yeah. So that's, 36. that's good. That's, that's good. his lowest ever. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Trump beat Biden 64 to 33 on the assessment of the two being good enough in physical health. Uh, Trump wow. beat Biden again 54 to 32 on having the mental sharpness to serve effectively in office. Uh, on trustworthiness, on trustworthiness, the numbers were flipped with Biden beating Trump 41 to 33. Mm. That is incredible to me. Did you see in um, in his uh, statement on these uh, numbers, he said, well, uh, to MSNBC, well, I just have to tell you, I mean, I think my record stands. Oh, it, it, it does. does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think my record stands and <laughs> I have proven myself to be honorable. Yeah. Honorable. That was fascinating. It was. Yeah. No, I, I, you keep using that word. <laughs> I don't think it, that's what that means. Uh, we have a series of qualities that we look for in a person if we're going to do business with them. By the way, thank you, Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, which can be heard here on The Blaze right before this broadcast every day. Um, I look for. You didn't say when my show was on. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago, we told you about a small community that is trying to keep a communist uh, company out of the farmland, out of this uh, particular area. And the city is very excited because it's going to cause so many jobs, but it's a communist country uh, and or company. And it is coming from China. Uh, it's full of a lot of really bad things in their charter. So people had a little rally. Well, the woman who said, you can use our farm to rally on, suddenly gets a knock on the door from what's called Medard, which is what exactly, Stu? The, of course, Medard is the Michigan Department of Agricultural uh, and Rural Development, which, of course works to assure food safety, protect uh, animal and plant health, sustain environmental stewardship, provide consumer protection, enable rural development, and foster efficient administration operations through service, partnership, and collaboration. Oh, wow. I like those three. But they have armed forces, too. <laughs> um, so the woman who uh, has had the knock on the door, an investigation from one complaint, Lori Brock joins us now. Hello, Lori. Hi there. How are things? You know, we're we're hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not good. That's not good. So, Lori, you held a rally, or you allowed a rally to happen on your farm. Um, yeah. Are you? How close will you be to this plant? Uh, directly across the street. Oh, good. So that's good for your property value. Uh, and, uh, so you're, they're going to move across the street and you say that, um, you have had several people malign you, um, the, 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 uh, the company, the VP of, uh, Goshen has made remarks that you say are, are slander as has the town supervisor, right? Yes. Jim Chapman's the town supervisor and, both he and uh, Chuck Thielen, he's the vice president of Goshen, have publicly and uh, privately told people that I, um, my farm is located on an industrial zone and shame on me for building there. And uh, you wouldn't want to use her as, you know, the whole 
oh, not a good realtor because that's what my profession is because I don't even know the zoning, you know, ordinances. And my property is absolutely on agricultural land. And so, but they've gone after everybody that speaks out against them in some way or another, and they try to discredit you. So this has been ongoing. And so the latest attempt has been to use Medard. Now, what was the accusation that brought these people out? Um, I got a call on Monday. I guess the complaint was filed the the Monday after I had the rally on the farm. No, what a coincidence. Coincidence, yeah. Yeah. And so they came out um, and they said that I had, uh, you know, the farm was a blight condition and that it was in, you know, bad shape and we had manure runoff into the pond and, um, okay, my farm, I take impeccable care of it. If you talk to anybody that was at that rally, there is no way that there was anything like that on on our property. I have 20, 20 horses and a few rescue animals, and I have 145 acres. So there's, it has plenty of room for the amount of animals that we have. Um, this was just pure harassment is what it was. Um, but they, they, did send, they didn't send me a citation. They called me. And said that you know that my farm was there. They were starting a full investigation onto my farm, and that they would be there on the following Thursday, which was last week. Um, so on that Thursday, um, Ambassador Pete Hookstra showed up to help me, mm-hmm. and he he showed up, and uh, we had some TV um, people there as well. And the lady that came to do the investigation only pulled into the driveway, and she said, you know, Lori. There's no complaint here. She goes, your farm's beautiful. There's no, absolutely no issues at all. We're closing the file. And I invited her up. I said, why don't you come up here? We'd like to talk to you. And she absolutely declined and wouldn't come up. And I said I had a letter from um, our representative, Thomas Kuntz, because he felt that this was an overreach of government power and that they were weaponizing um, the government against me um, because I'm asking tough questions against Ergoshan. Um, we have a huge threat of lithium dust, and it's a communist-operated factory, and they won't answer any environmental questions whatsoever. In fact, when I brought it up in a board meeting, um, one of the board, the directors of uh, Green Township threw my request for environmental in- information into the trash. So it's just been a nightmare. I mean, absolutely. But they did they did say that they were going to file an investigation on them for the misuse of power. Whether that goes anywhere, I don't know. But I'm glad that at least someone was sticking up for us. So who is going to launch an investigation? It's like when the police are bad. Well, we're going to launch an investigation on ourselves. Who is? Well, it, it wasn't him. It was Representative Thomas Kuntz. Um, okay. Was was asking for an investigation to be started against MDART. Okay. And for the, um, you know, and he sent it in. He actually gave me a copy to give to the lady, but she wouldn't come up the driveway to get it. So we emailed it to her. Now, is that because she knew that there were people waiting for her, or why did she not come up the driveway, do you think? I don't know. She said that she 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 just took one look at the farm and said that there was definitely no complaints whatsoever. And that <laughs> Wait, they were she going said that to, at the gate? Yeah. <laughs> she never wow. got out of her car. Wow. Yeah. So she never, it was like a, it was just, I, I believe in my heart it was just a harassment call just because I, I'm standing against them and I'm speaking out loudly against them. And every time that, that Chuck Seelan, you know, we did a radio interview and I, I caught him lying to me repeatedly. And, you know, from the communist part to the, the community support to the hourly wage, they've lied about everything. 
and he doesn't like it because I pointed it out uh, publicly. So how do they answer? I mean, the communist part is really pretty amazing. I mean, they they have in their own, um, you know, I, I guess, handbook or constitution, you know, for the the company yeah. that they have to they abide by the rules of China uh, and they even have to have an outreach, a communist party outreach within the country, within the company, and for the children. Yes. We found, we found all of that, and when we did the radio interview with them, we brought it up to them, and they denied it. They've denied it strongly for two months, even though we had, the, we had the bylaw or their association bylaws. They've denied it until it went on, I believe it was on Fox News, and when, they show, when we showed the, the article the, you know, that talks about the communism, at that point, Chuck Thielen says, oh, okay, well, it's just a... Uh, you know, it's, it's in there, but it doesn't really matter. And we're, 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 just trust us, we're never going to use that. And we're not, oh. not going to follow that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't trust anything you say, you know. I'm yeah. like, you can say that, but we don't, you have lied to us repeatedly about this whole project. So we don't, we don't feel any trust with you at all. So, so. Does, he, does he think that the Communist Party of China doesn't mean those things? That's what he said. He said they, that's huh. a spoiler point, and it's it just in all of it, and then we shouldn't pay attention to that. <laughs> yes, I'm like, I, because laughable. they mean it. Yeah, right. Yeah. We don't mean that. It's in our in our stuff, but we don't mean it. Mm. I know. So, Lori, um, how is the fight going? You know, it's tough. Um, every we thought we, were, we we we've done very well as far, as far as turning some people against them, and um, one of the the Big Rapids Township has has voted to. N- to say no to the rezoning because um, last week they were trying to rezone oh, hundreds of acres into industrial from our agriculture and forestry land into um, industrial that that came out and they said that they weren't gonna you know they were voting against it right after that they pulled the zoning off of the um, the docket for the meeting on Thursday but we all still showed up and there were probably three to four hundred people there that were against it, talking to the uh, zoning commission, saying, "Please don't bring this here. We don't want it here. We don't need the jobs." They keep saying we need jobs, and we don't. I brought them a. We, I did a bunch of research, and there's almost eighteen hundred jobs available in Macosta County right now that aren't being taken, mm. and that are absolutely anybody on, can go on Indeed and look it up. Um, and so the, all their arguments for pushing this company into our community don't make any sense at all. And then the, them to try to build this, they, they said the, the Goshen plant was first going to be half a million square feet, then it was a million, then two million, then two weeks ago it was three million square feet. Now in an article just written a couple days ago, Jim Chapman, the township supervisor, said 5.5 million square feet. I mean, this thing is just growing and growing, and they don't, they don't have any environmental reports. They haven't filed CFIUS reviews. We, we've got no, no, nothing to go on, and it's, it's really frustrating for all of us because we don't want them here, and they're not following any of the rules. They've, they've not told the truth about anything concerning this plant. It's truly remarkable. Lori, thank you for standing up in your own uh, community. Um, I really appreciate it. I, I would hope that... I don't know how you vote, but I would hope that there's people that voted for both sides uh, or, you know, differently than, let's say, me that are standing with you. Is that happening? 
You know, the one thing I can say is that whether you're Republican, Democrat, liberal, doesn't matter. We're all in this together, and we all don't want them. And our numbers are growing every day. I mean, the more we get this out in front of everybody, the more people that are coming to our meetings and the more we're pushing back. And I just got to throw this out there. If anybody wants to help us, we're trying to raise money for legal costs. And you can text NOGO to 801-801, and that would help us tremendously because we have a huge fight on our hands, and we definitely need legal help for sure. And it is what, what text again? It's N-O-G-O, like no-go, okay. to 801-801. 801-801, no-go. Thank you so much, Lori. I appreciate it. Oh, my God. Thank you for having us on. I I appreciate you. You bet. God bless. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. So we all know we live in a time of crisis. We haven't seen anything like this since the Civil War. Our nation has faced really tough times. But I don't think anything as critical as today, because it's not like the Civil War. It's not North versus South. It's neighbor against neighbor. And we are being flooded this week. Just this week alone, the border is going to change. And I hope America sees and wakes up to what's really happening. I have no problem with immigrants. I have a problem with people who come here illegally and aren't here for the freedoms that we enjoy. Americans believe that governments are instituted of God for the benefit of man and that he holds us accountable for our acts in relation to them, both in making laws and administering them. And those are for the good and safety of society. We don't believe that a government can exist in peace except when our laws are framed to secure each individual's free exercise of conscience, the right and control of property, the protection of life. And governments will necessarily require civil officers and magistrates to enforce the laws of the same And they're supposed to administer the law equally. Justice sought out and upheld by the voice of the people. But something's happened. We've expected to maintain our freedom. And those political institutions that were founded upon faith in God and the belief in the existence of actual truth, eternal truth, moral laws. God has endowed men with certain inalienable rights and no legislature, no majority, however great, may morally limit or destroy those rights. The function of government is to protect life, liberty and property. And anything more or less than this is a usurpation. I really believe that the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence came through a group of men who believed in God and were inspired by God. 
And it is a covenant. It is a solemn contract between the peoples of the states and the officers of the government. And we have a duty to obey under God the eternal moral laws that are all in our founding documents. When you actually compare what's in the Constitution to what's in the Scriptures, in the Bible, you'd be amazed. It's all from the Scriptures. But today, all of these things that we have taken for granted, I remember after 9-11, we all came together, and I expected that. I thought everybody was together. And then, a few years later, everybody started to turn and you're like, wait, what happened? I thought we were all together. Because so many people did not believe the things that Americans have always believed. The things that we always found self-evident. The government just became about expediency. The government has condoned the breakdown of law and order. Law enforcement alone is at a breaking point. The police force, they're quitting. All kinds of cities have massive vacancies. And who's going to join? Not only the cities are looking for recruits, but our military is also looking for recruits. Who wants to join? Both of them being demoralized. The hostile attitudes of the politically minded. Cops are being demoralized by <sighs> grabbing somebody off the street, taking them in, and then just they free them. Some of the hardest criminals, most hardened, they're released as soon as they're arrested. Which shows the police what? We care more about the criminal rights than the people's. Edmund Burke said, he was a statesman from England. He said, men are qualified for civil liberty in exact proportion to their disposition to put moral chains upon their own appetites in proportion as their love of justice is above their vanity and appetites. Society cannot exist unless somebody puts a governor, a regulator on our appetites. And in America, that bargain has always been you, me, nobody else. Don't tell me what's moral. Don't tell me what's right and wrong. Take care of your own house. I'll take care of mine. But when, we, when none of us have a regulator or enough of us have taken and rotted all of the things that underpin that in each of us and our families, then we can't be free. You cannot be free. For the first time in my life, I'm not worried about America being 
destroyed by some global power, the Russians, nuclear bombs. Our civilization, no, all of humanity dies when we no longer care. Americans lose their freedoms when nobody cares anymore. We have one of the biggest things to happen to mankind of all time, of all time. AI. Do you hear your friends really talking about it other than in a passing sort of way? Hey, have you seen the new chat GPT? It's pretty cool, huh? Our country, if we surrender our freedom, it will be because of Americans. And it won't be just the work of the subversive and criminal Americans. It'll be, it'll be those Americans who think they're fine, think they're American. Yeah, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but not really. Lincoln was asked, at what point then is the approach of danger to be expected? He said, quote, if it ever reaches us, it must spring up among us. It can't come from abroad. If destruction be our lot, we ourselves must be its author and finisher. As a nation of free men, we must live through all time or die by suicide. Well, have you seen the rate of suicide in our nation? If America is destroyed, it may be destroyed by the Americans who still salute the flag. Sing the national anthem. Are there for the patriotic parades. Cheer on the 4th of July. Those people who are normally great Americans. But they are Americans that fail to comprehend what is required to keep our country strong and free. We're lulled away into a false sense of security. Because we think the government's job is to keep us safe. It's not. Great nations are never conquered from the outside unless they are rotten deep to the core. Our greatest national problem today is not the erosion of soil or air. It's the erosion of our national morality. The erosion of traditional enforcement of law and order. The erosion of, of truth. Verifiable, eternal truths. Theodore Roosevelt said, The things that will destroy America are prosperity at any price. We're there. People don't care. Just make money. Peace at any price. (laughs) Safety first instead of duty first. The love of soft living and get rich quick theory of life. That's Roosevelt. All those things are affecting us. 
we have exalted security and comfort and ease above freedom. If we dwelled at length on the things that are disturbing in the American society today, we could become discouraged. Many of us are. There's all kinds of things that we're on fire. Riots, inflation, crime, more federal intervention, more laws. Our schools. The men of power and prestige and great influence in the political structure of America have permitted the concept of freedom of speech to be expanded to include subversion, intimidation, sedition, incitement to riot. They have condoned the distortion of academic freedom to encompass the adulteration of young minds with all of these socialist, communist, crazy, anarchist doctrines, the disintegration of our educational system. It is the great men of power and prestige and great influence that have allowed freedom of assembly to mushroom into mob rule, riot, insurrection, burning of cities, all being called by those great men and women of power, prestige, and great influence as a peaceful protest. We may not be able to change the course of those in authority here in the United States. They may be on a suicidal course. I mean, they are. We've already that, that ship's already left the dock. We may not be able to turn that ship because we have to replace them by men of will. We can't hope to be a, a nation of peace and order. We need to have it in our own life. We need to seek true justice under the law, true opportunities to serve. We have to have a renewal of the spirit of our forefathers, an appreciation of the American way of life, of strengthening of our character. America doesn't need more guns. America needs more guts. The guts to stand up Say the things that you mean, mean the things that you, you say, and know the difference between right and wrong, truth and lies. Our national character is the core of our national defense, and our national character has been lost. Before anybody in Washington talks about guns and how they have to be removed before they talk about any other problem we should be talking about the lack of 
Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Guts! Na, 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 na. 